What is up, you wonderful, beautiful people of the world? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it's going to be October 12th. In real time, today it is August 17th, 2022. And uh, today I'm going to be talking to you guys about a revelation I had this week. Well, this morning, actually. That's kind of been building. And um, um, I was reading my my devotional. As you guys know, I'm in the process of rereading it again. I got the finding manuscript. And I was looking at it and I was not happy with it. And so um, I am in the process of rereading it and sending off one more set of edits to the publisher, to the editor before. But um, today, you guys, we're going to be talking about ignorance, revelation, and fear. Oh, my. This is all stemming from, you know, my own life, you guys. And uh, I'm going to do my best to unpack it for you as much as I can. This is still a very fresh thing for me. But um, I wanted to share it because I was excited and uh, I was like, you know what, Lord, maybe this could, you know, spark some revelation in the hearts and the minds of other people out there. So really quick, you guys, let's go ahead and pray. And then I want to talk to you guys about ignorance, revelation and fear. Oh, my. And uh, share with you, you know, from the soil of my own life, how all of that was provoked. Okay, so let's go ahead and pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that you give us revelation. Thank you for your Holy Spirit being in our hearts. Thank you, God, that you speak to us. And thank you, Lord, that you are just molding us into the men and women you've created us to be. And I pray, Lord, that we would be allow that process to take shape and allow you to build us, God, from the inside out. And uh, Lord, we just pray for greater revelation in those areas where um, we do get manipulated, God, by the enemy and by you know his tactics. So Lord, we just pray for revelation in our lives and in our hearts, Lord, where it's missing. So um, we don't have to be deceived and tricked, Lord. So we just thank you, God, for your spirit. Thank you, Lord, you give us your thoughts. Thank you, God, you give us new thoughts. And uh, thank you, Lord, that you love us. Pray bless this conversation. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning, you guys, I was reading my devotional. I'm on day, I think I only read day 83 today, okay? Um, Day 83 or 82, I got through 82, and uh, I still got day 84 through 93 to read. And uh, then I have to go back, and I got to plug in the edits. I, I printed off the whole thing because I, I already shared with you guys last week. I lost all of my edits that I was doing. I had to start from scratch. So I just decided to print it all off, and I'm putting it all on paper. And uh, so I'm reading it, and then I have to go back and uh, you know put them on the computer. But anyway... I was reading day 82 today and it's called who you answer to determines how you feel and the choices you make. All right. And so this is kind of, this is based upon the whole scenario in the garden where, you know, Adam and Eve heed the knowledge of the serpent and the results of that is fear and isolation. Okay. We were created by God to ingest the words of God. Okay. We were created to eat from the tree of life. God wanted us to eat from the tree of life, right? Jesus said, now he's the bread of life. Anyway, we were created to consume the words of God. And then all of a sudden here comes this, you know, third party, so to speak, that's got knowledge and information speaking to Adam and Eve as well. And, uh, they heeded the words of the serpent instead of the words of God. And they got the results of that, which was fear and isolation from God, right? And so the whole basis of this day and this devotional that I wrote for you guys, it's paying attention to the thought patterns that you have that are resulting in fear 
okay? And then being able to trace back to who told you that? Where did you learn that pattern from, right? And asking some, you know, different kinds of questions to get you thinking about how that thinking was shaped in your life, okay? And if, if you pay attention, that is how God dealt with Adam and Eve in the garden. He goes, who told you that? How did God know? Obviously, he knows everything, right? But here's the thing about God. He doesn't, he didn't come at Adam with accusation or, hey, you ate from the tree and I told you not to. He was trying to get Adam to realize what happened himself. How do I know that Adam didn't understand why he was afraid? Because he goes, I was, I was naked, so I hid. Adam thought he was afraid because he was naked in the garden. Guess what? He was naked in the garden the whole time before that even happened. Him being naked had nothing to do with him being afraid. It had all to do with who he was listening to. And that is exactly why God asked him the question, who told you that? So I want you guys to pay attention today to, um, you know, the, the, who told you that? Who told you the information that are forming the thoughts that you meditate on that are resulting in fear and isolation in your life? Okay, so that's really what day 82 is about in my devotional. It's really loaded and uh, it's going to be a good time for you to unpack your own thinking. Okay. Because if you don't understand who told you that you're not going to get free. Adam did not realize that it was the knowledge outside of him. He was entertaining the knowledge of the serpent that was messing him up. And that's the same reason you guys are struggling today because you don't understand the knowledge that is dictating your life that you're not aware of. But I'm telling you, this is going to shed some light on your thinking. It's going to get huge amounts of freedom in your life. I'm talking buckets of freedom. And you're, you're going to move forward in the plans God has for you. Yes? Go ask Johnny to help you. Okay? Okay, baby. So, thank you, Mr. Nick. Okay, so I was reading this this morning. And I was thinking about my own life. And I was thinking about areas of my life that I've been experiencing fear lately. And one of the biggest things that was really affecting me the beginning of this week was thinking about my book and thinking that it's not gonna produce the return that I'm hoping it will. And I don't know if you guys watched my other video on Facebook when I shared with you the revelation I had as to why I struggle to accept or to expect, not accept, I struggle to ex uh, expect that there's going to be a return on my life and on my labor, okay? Um, it, it's no different than a farmer going out and planting a field. He expects that he's gonna get a return to feed himself and feed other people so he can make a profit, support himself, right? Um, and so for me, I was looking at, you know, what I'm doing and feeling, you know, thinking, not feeling. I'm trying to make sure that I'm communicating clearly to you guys, but thinking that um, I'm not going to get a return on this. And I shared with you guys in that video that I did on Facebook, I definitely encourage you to go back and watch it. It was really powerful and, uh, you know, it might, uh, I hope it causes you to reflect on your life a little bit so you guys can really uncover some of your struggles that you are currently having in your life and get the freedom that you're seeking. Jesus said the truth will set us free. We got to face the truth of our thinking. We got to face the truth of where it came from. And uh, we got to, you know, really acknowledge the truth of where we want to go. But that's a whole nother conversation. So thinking about my book, right? And uh, so I'm just going to read my notes to you guys. And then I'll kind of go back and unpack them, okay? So I wrote this down this morning as a result of reading my devotional. And it's basically part of the tactic the enemy used to deceive Adam and Eve was playing off the revelation they didn't have. Adam and Eve did not know or realize that they were already made in the image of God. 
And I'm going to tell you why I think that. I, most Christians, most communities out there that talk about Adam and Eve, they talk about them from the aspect of them almost being like adults like we are and even in their thinking. You know, like we assume that Adam and Eve were full-grown adults in their knowledge and had this understanding, but I do not believe that was the case because if you look at the pattern of when man was created, when we have children, they're born absolutely ignorant, okay? When God made Adam and Eve, they were born absolutely ignorant. They had full-grown parts, right? Because they were supposed to literally reproduce. They have to have the physical parts to do that, okay? God did say that be fruitful and multiply. God intended for them to reproduce, okay? However, I do not believe that they had the wisdom and understanding knowledge that we assume that they had. I don't think they had it at all. I think they had the mind of like a seven or eight year old, you know? They, they did not understand the things that God had said because here's the other thing I believe that I don't really hear get talked about, but this, these are things I've come to understand just looking at my own life with parenting and this or that. You know, parents are, are training up their children, okay? We give them tasks. We teach them little by little. God was doing that with Adam in the garden. He gave him small tasks, right? Name the animals, do this or that. He was building him up. We were created to learn from God and learn how to rule and subdue by him. But the cool, and like I said, the cool thing about God is he didn't just give you a task and not teach you. His goal is to teach you how to do the very thing he's asked you to do. And so he's going to do that. He was teaching Adam and Eve how to rule and subdue by giving them small tasks to complete. However, that process was interrupted in the garden when the serpent came in on the scene and then God had to kick them out so they wouldn't eat from the tree of life and be stuck in eternal condemnation, okay? So we were never, you know, we were never, um, we were never fully kind of developed in that. And not to mention, our parents raised us. We weren't raised by God. Were you raised by God, right? You know, we were not born into heaven. We were not born by God, right? We were created by him, but he gave us human beings to raise us and some of the human beings who raised us don't have the knowledge of God or didn't need or you know didn't understand that whole thing so we we've been raised apart from the knowledge of God most of us have some of us grew up in in homes that had the knowledge of God but that doesn't mean that they communicated 100% what God intended right I mean think about all the misinformation out there but I digress the point is is we weren't raised by God and uh that process was interrupted in the garden okay by the serpent so anyway I don't think Adam and Eve really understood they were already made in the image of God. And I don't think that God ever told them that yet. Have you ever, you know how there's some information that we have for our kids, but they have to get to a certain point for them to handle that information. Adam and Eve didn't have the understanding to really realize that they were already made in the image of God. But anyway, so part of the tactic the enemy used to deceive Adam and Eve was playing off the revelation they didn't have. Okay, he was able to discern that by saying, did God really say you could not eat from any tree in the garden? You know, the serpent is really good at, he asked questions, but this question wasn't just a question. It was a suggestion and a question altogether. Okay. Did God really say you couldn't eat from any tree in the garden? First of all, God never said that to begin with, right? But they're not discerning that. Okay. Eve says, God said we could eat from um, any tree except for that one in the middle of the garden, right? She knows she knows the truth enough to defend herself, right? But this is where she gets hung up, okay? When, when the serpent goes, oh, you surely won't die. For God knows that when you eat from the tree, you will be like him, knowing good and evil from evil. Now, 
let's back it up a little bit. Adam and Eve did not experience evil before in the garden. They only knew good. They are motivated to do the good that they know God does. Okay? They do not have the revelation. You, the, ser the serpent goes, you will be like God, knowing good and evil, if you eat from that tree. So now all of a sudden, the thing that God told them not to do looks like the very thing they need to do to be like the God that they love and the God that, that created them. Okay? So now, it's like, oh, okay, right? Do you guys see how easy this manipulation is? Because they lacked the revelation, they were, it was easy for them to bite off the suggestions and the lies of the enemy, right? So, once he learned where they were, right, he asked, he asked these questions, he gives a suggestion, right, when he goes, you're, you're not going to die, right? Now, here's the thing. Once he learned, the serpent, where they were, he was able to make a suggestion that was undiscernible because they didn't have the insight to begin with. They could not discern that what the enemy was saying was a lie because they didn't have the revelation that they were already made in the image of God. You guys see how crazy, like how easily we're taken advantage of for our lack of revelation. Man, this was really powerful, you guys. So then I was asking myself some questions. How do you discern if you are lacking in a revelation? That's a good question. How do you discern if you're lacking in a revelation? Boom. Ask yourself where you are experiencing fear in your life. Are you experiencing any type of fear in your life right now? I want you to ask yourself that question, okay? Where do you have fear right now? Wherever you have fear, there's a lack of revelation due to the ignorance that is in us, okay? Ignorance is not a bad thing. It's not arrogance. Arrogance is, you know, pride mixed with I know everything. That's not how we were created. We were created ignorant on purpose because we're supposed to learn from God, okay? We're not, we're not born all-knowing. Just like our children were not, we are not born that way. And because we don't know everything, we get taken advantage of at times for the things we don't know. Come on, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, okay? So, I was asking my question, where do I have fear in my life? My book. I'm afraid it won't produce the return I'm hoping for. You guys, so what return am I expecting? I'm expecting abundance of sales, which translate to money, a stream of income for my family. That's what I want to do, you guys, wholeheartedly. I want to create my own stream of income with my own content. And I share this with you guys because you know what? I think us as, as Christians especially, we need to be way more bold about what's in our hearts and what we want to do and stop hiding that from ourselves. You know, have you guys ever looked at people's lives and, and they're doing things and you're like, wow, you want to know what the difference is? They're acknowledging what's in their heart. You know, and, and trust me, I cover this a lot in my devotional. I know that there's people out there uh, because I was in a Christian community that taught you to die to yourself. All desires are selfish, all this kind of stuff. But that is not true. Okay. And I go over that in the devotional, you guys. So I'm telling you, be sure to get this book in your hands once it comes out. It will change your life. I promise. Um, so why, why do I promise it? Because it changed my life. Everything I'm sharing with you guys right now is my own process that I went through. So I speak from my own, my own authority. Like I told my friend the other day, your soil is your own authority. 
I know where I was and I know where I'm at now. And the Lord led me on a process from bondage to freedom. And all I'm doing in that book is sharing with you guys the process I went through. And if there's anybody else out there that can relate and who's willing to dig into the soil of their own life, who's willing to look at their, the things they carry around, their struggles, their burdens, their hurts, their wounds, and confront those things and ask, and ask the Lord to start healing them. As you get healed, it's going to start uncovering who you are, right? Your character, your skills, your talents. You're not going to be walking around with this false humility, you know, beating yourself up all in the name of, like, like I said, false humility right? You weren't created to um, deny the, the good things that God put inside you, but I digress. All right. So where do you have fear? So my fear was not getting a return on my book. Okay. What return am I expecting? I'm expecting abundance. Okay. And uh, so then I was like, is what I, is what I am expecting recognized as good from God by the Christian community? Well, let's be honest, guys. How many people out there I mean, if you're in a Christian circle, how do they view money in abundance? If you, if you want to make lots of money, they see that as evil and selfish, right? They do. And you know, what's insane about that whole thing. There are people right now who make one guy in particular, what is it? Jeff Bezos. He makes $147,000 per second. And, and think about everybody else out there that's making crazy amounts of money and think about the influence that they're having on the world right now. Hmm? Think about the same people out there that are making all the money and they shut all our businesses down. They almost, they, cru they crushed the whole economy. They crushed people's livelihoods. People who are rich. What about this inflation crap? Right? They can afford it when you're making $146,000 per second. What about you guys making, you know, 15, 20 bucks an hour? Some states it's like eight or 10. Right? You can't survive on that. And so, you know, I, I, I'm being really honest with you guys. I believe that God's people should be in positions of, you know, have influence and authority. Number one, we were created to do. Number two, I think that Christians should have control of the banks, right? We need, we need, we need kingdom finances, right? We should have the banks. We should be in the healthcare system. We should be in the government. We should be in the entertainment industry. We should be in all the spheres of life that influence this world. That's what I believe. Okay. We, as God's people need to have resources. And the thing is, is I believe we keep those resources out of our hands because of the ways that we talk about it and think about it. All right. And maybe I can talk about that another time, but, uh, you know, I really do believe that, uh, you know, God's people should be, um, you know, having the money. Okay. So is what I'm expecting recognized as good for, um, from God by the Christian community. And then it depends on who you ask. There's a lot of Christians out there that condemn money, um, that have a bad attitude about it. And, uh, I'll do another video talking about this sometime, you know, um, how I used to build my worth and, uh, you know, a big part of how I used to value myself was rooted in what I did and how other people saw me. I learned that as a child. I think I told you guys, you know, growing up, I learned to uh, deny my way of solving problems and taking care of my issues. It became, um, my mother got very burdened when I started talking to the school about the, you know, things that were happening in my home. It was stressing me out as a kid, watching my mom get beat every single night by my stepdad while he was drunk and she was drunk and lots of physical abuse and all that. And I remember as a six, seven year old kid, I was just started talking to my teacher because I needed to get off my chest. I was feeling better about that. But the way I was solving my own problems 
became a burden to my mother. So I learned at a young age not to solve my problems my way that were helpful to me, but um, you know, do it her way so it wasn't causing some stress for her. Because if it caused stress for her, it was going to cause even more stress for me. I didn't want to get removed from my mom. That was that was going to be the consequence for me taking care of my problems my way. Was going to result in me being taken from my mother, okay, and then ending up um, in a in a in a foster care home, get molested by whoever's taking care of me at the time. So I was not going to exchange that for that, okay. So I learned. Well, let me see if I can help manage my mom's problems and solve her issues, so I can at least try to get some peace in my life. And I took that pattern with me all the way into my adult life. And as a result, I learned that's how I built my worth as a person was what I did for them, the advice I gave them, how well did it help them, all that kind of stuff. And so anyway, the reason why I constantly reflect on how other people are going to perceive what I'm doing is because that's just an old thread that I learned as a kid. God is in the process right now of like snipping it even more. He's done a tremendous amount of healing in my life. But I noticed there's like this little hairline thread that's still there. And I'm like, whew. And I'll tell you what, right now, as you're going through this process, you're not going to be able to handle everything at once, right? There's a reason why God has me dealing with this now and not when I started seven years ago, right? Healing is a journey, you guys. I'm telling you right now. Okay, so here's the other question. How is abundance viewed by people outside me? I told you guys why I get more preoccupied with that because I had how I used to build my worth as a person. Okay, how do most Christians feel about money? Okay. And let's go to the third card. So as I was thinking about all I shared with you guys just now, right? So Adam and Eve lacked insight, right? They were ignorant to the revelation. You know, they were ignorant to the fact that they were already made in the image of God. They didn't have the revelation. So now because they lacked the, 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 the insight, they were able to snatch on to other information outside of God, took it into themselves experienced fear as a result okay so then i was thinking about my own fear right how could could my fear be in my lack of revelation of abundance that's all i'm saying to you guys think about where your fears are in your life right now and in whatever context they are okay for me my fear is my book not giving me a return like i want it to so but what did jesus say jesus said he's come to give us life that we have it abundantly and he meant when he said he meant that when he said it. Now, a lot of people are going to give you their interpretation of it, but we're not here to talk about how other people want you to interpret what God says. This is all about God giving us our own revelation to live by in the context of our own lives. All right. So here's the other thing, too. Am I allowing how others interpret the word to steal away what I'm expecting? Years ago. I was living out in the travel trailer with my husband and my kids, right? We're living on somebody's property that we lived that. So we all went to it. We went to a church and the property we lived on was one of the members of the church. Okay. Well, him and the pastor were sitting in the living room one day, chit chatting about life. The pastor was going through a really hard time, you guys. And, uh, it was obvious. Well, the way he was talking about things, you know, he, he was talking about his journey with God and, um, how you can't expect certain things or think about God's word in a certain way. Cause if you do, it's going to result in whatever he was going through at the time. Right. And I was like really frustrated by that. Cause I'm like, number one, I'm not this dude. I, I mean, I don't know what his life is and where he's been and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't want to take on. Um, and I was like, I went out in my trailer and I was really frustrated. I was like, Lord, what the heck? Like, you know, 
why I don't want to I don't want to live it like I don't want to live out your word like that that's gonna like I'm, I'm gonna be super depressed if I think the way they do about your word you know and it was like Ashley you live in my word however you want and I will refine you do you know that God wants you to do the same thing he wants you to just take his word at face value and just live it out and he will give you the revelation that's his responsibility through the Holy Spirit. God is the one who's supposed to build you up and tell you and reveal things to you. How does he do that? Through the Holy Spirit. What's the Spirit? A thought, you know, your thoughts, your your uh, your emotions and your will. God will give you new thoughts that will produce in you um, the fruit of his Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faith, and self-control. As well as you carrying out his will. And, you know, his will is for you to reflect the reason he came. To save your life. You're supposed to live a life that reflects the value of what Jesus Christ has done. Okay? So anyway, I've digressed. So, your fears reveal where you need a revelation. I want you to think about that. Where in your life right now are you experiencing fear? And where do you need a revelation? Okay? So, here's another question you can ask yourself. Will I live by God revealing what it he means by abundance or allow it to be stolen by other people's understanding a lot of people in the church think that abundance has nothing to do with money oh we don't need money that's selfish that's evil nah wrong answer do you guys see what other human beings are doing with a large abundance of money come on wake up people we we the people the people boo, sorry you guys god's people need to have resources period there's nothing wrong with it we got to we got to be a we got to stop being afraid of it. Why would you be afraid of money and God giving you a bunch of money? Why? What do you think's going to happen? Those are the things that you got to work out with God. You can't work that out with anybody else because they're always going people have a tendency to project their own feelings, thoughts, insecurities, viewpoints on you. Okay? You have to be convinced in your own mind why you're doing what you're doing and why you're doing it. Okay? That's no one else's responsibility. You know, and if, if you struggle to accept or you don't know what something means, ask God what it means. Lord, what do you mean by abundance? Let him define that to you, not somebody else and their own limited understanding, right? So check this out. This was really powerful. What if what God wants is not what you are being told by the majority of those who claim to know him? Let me read that one more time. What if what God means, right? What if what he means by abundance is not what you are being told by the majority of those who claim to know him? Do you guys understand that when Jesus Christ was here, the people who were entrusted with the knowledge of God denied the savior? The majority denied him? You can't take your counsel from the masses. You have to be convinced in your own mind. You have to have a personal relationship, just like the disciples. They went to Jesus Christ himself. They're like, Lord, tell us what this means. You get to experience that now because you have the Holy Spirit. Lord, what does this mean? You tell me what it means. I'm tired of living by what other people tell me what it means. It's frustrating. And it's going to limit your potential and it's going to limit what God has for you. Seriously. To act like God didn't bless people with finances is complete ignorance to the Bible because that is not true. God has put his people in powerful, in powerful positions all over inside the Bible. Read it. You know, Joseph was put in the position to help out Pharaoh in Egypt. 
you know, second in command over the whole freaking nation, right? Over the whole world, right? Daniel and his buddies, they were working for, you know, the king there, King David, Moses, God's people are always around positions of authority or are in positions of authority because God creates role and subdue. But the problem is a lot of people out there haven't had that revelation. And guess what? We're allowing their words to dictate our life instead of what God means. And that's God. God is trying to bust through that right now. He's busting through that in me. And he's going to, he wants to bust through that mentality in you as well, but you have to go there. So ask yourself, we're experiencing fear. What are you fearing in the context of that? What do you fear? Is it tied to a lack of revelation, right? And, and where are you ignorant on that? Lord, give me revelation on the thing that I'm fearing. Give me understanding, okay? So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope it was helpful. This was very helpful to me, you guys. I'm telling you, I got all of, I got this just out of reading my devotional and reflecting on my own life. And that's why I'm so excited about this because I believe if you guys walk yourself through this process, you're gonna get your own questions from the soil of your own life. And it's gonna, it's just gonna provoke so much freedom. And, and oh my gosh, you're gonna be a powerful force for the kingdom of heaven. I love it. And that's what I'm all here. That's what I'm here for you guys. Uh, but I, I'm showing you how to do it from the soil of my own life. And that's why it's super vulnerable for me to get up here and tell you guys, you know, what I want to do and what I'm expecting, right? People can judge me for it and I don't care because you know, guess what? You didn't hire me for the job God gave me. He gets to determine my worth and my value, not you. And oh man, you guys, I cannot wait until I can share that revelation with you. Me and my husband have been talking about this all week this week. It's been super powerful. And um, I'm totally looking forward to sharing that with you guys too. That's a whole nother conversation. So I'm going to pop off here, you guys. Thank you for being on here today. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. And I will talk.